Oh my god. She's so little. Someone take a picture of this. I'll take a screenshot. Oh my god, Sam, she's so little. She's actually so small, it's terrifying. She also like she just flops over. So like there was one moment where like Jeff was like, this baby has no structural integrity. You're like, it's a baby. Yes. Laughing about that for days. I'll I'll text. Oh, sweet girl. She wants to join. She's abroad. The broadcast, the biggest podcast in Vancouver, pretty much. We participate in light misandry. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Sexism. All of our societal structures are designed in ways to inherently prejudice women. I don't like to be bamboozled. Hi, Georgia. It's Troy Statue here. Thank you for labeling me the short king. Vic actually just got the sweatshirt that says Mock Girl Summer. I think it's amazing what you guys are doing, which I'm having a lot of fun. Hi, everyone. Welcome. The Canucks are over. But the broads are back. <laughs> um, in case you miss, missed it, the NHL is paused for COVID reasons. But we are back for our Broadsy Awards, our second annual Broadsy Awards. Um, hi, I'm Georgie, your host, and I'm joined by all the broads. Mal's here. Vanessa's here. Sam's here, which is very exciting. Um, we haven't seen each other in like a month. <laughs> the longest so- we've gone since we started without doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of crazy actually. If you think about it. So yeah. How's everyone doing? How's everyone's Christmases going? Are you panicking because of COVID <laughs> again? I am. My sister is supposed to come home in like three or four days. Ooh. Um, so hopefully that works out. Fingers crossed. So I'm yeah. having a very anxious time about that, but it's exciting though. My mom has to fly tonight, but she's just flying in country. So mm-hmm. fingers crossed. Yeah. We'll see. I think Mal's the only one of us that has the booster, right? Unless Sam, did you get it? No. Yeah. And I'm like past my six six months. It's been six months oh, since yeah. I'm second. So I think who I knows? only know one person who has it. And Are it's you? because they have not well you but another person that has it because of like medical stuff but I hear it's really very difficult to get in Canada like my friend literally like her boyfriend came home and was like hey do you want to like go get the booster and I was like oh I already have it so then I just rode in the car with them and they went to go get it like and it took like 30 minutes (laughs) they went to like the local library Oh. And just got it and I just came along for the ride the sun was setting it was very nice we were listening to some good tunes and it felt like very like dystopic Sophia Coppola mm. like because the sunset was like super pink and like I was listening to like a bunch of like French bangers and I was really <laughs> enjoying myself and I was like we are going to get some booster shots for a pandemic so <laughs> that's funny um I was actually so vivid I feel like I can picture it like I feel mm-hmm. like I'm watching the movie exactly just setting the scene <laughs> okay let us 
not talk about COVID anymore because we obviously want to have fun. I feel like last year when we were recording this, I was drinking. You were drinking. <laughs> so, so I think we were drinking. I think I think this is around the same time when we forgot we couldn't name a single player on the Canucks roster for like it was who was gonna bring which Canucks player would bring what dish to Christmas dinner. Yeah, and we couldn't. And I was like, I can't do this because I can't name a player. <laughs> We're like, we can think of Quinn Hughes and Elias Pettersson, but after that, we're fucked. Anyway, I was for sure. Um, <laughs> this year, Stone Cold Sober. So um, let's it's like start. 9 p.m. So I'm literally drinking coffee at 9 p.m. It's fine. Yeah, I also have a coffee and a LaCroix. So I'm having party on. Tea. Also caffeine. <laughs> Just a fun bunch. Just a fun bunch. Okay. So the way we do this is we start by um, discussing kind of the year broadly and we get to discuss our favorite. Um, ha 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 ha. Our favorite um, books, music, TV shows, etc. of the year. And then we get into our actual broadsy awards. Um, and there is, I think, six categories. We added an extra one this year. Just Georgia is the only one who is remotely prepared for this. Just for right. some positivity. Yeah, I am the driving force behind the Brazzy Awards. Um, I literally looked at my phone at 7.07 and was like, shit, I was supposed to be on <laughs> seven <laughs> minutes ago. Okay, but you also literally just gave birth to a human being, so. Yeah, yeah we're having no a lot of slack. Concept of time right now. <laughs> You're fine. So yeah, we will start with the, the kind of broad <laughs> conversation and then get into the actual awards. So let's start with our yearly faves. What should we start with? Books? Favorite books of the year, maybe? I Yeah, let's do that. Mal, you go. Um, I'll go first because I know that I did not read as many books as Sam and Georgia specifically. Um, Honestly, I was trying to think of books I read that I liked. Um, I read My Year of Rest and Relaxation, which I thought was very, like, weird and good. Um, I honestly read it because all the hot girls on Instagram were reading it. And I was like, I want to be cool. I want to be cool like them. And it was, like, pretty good. And also, like, the mentally ill, like, protagonist has the same birthday as me. So I was like, hmm, troubling. Um, anyway, but my favorite book I did read, uh, was Trick Mirror by Gia, um, Tolentino. She's an essayist and, um, I mean, it's just general, like kind of like cultural commentary and it was very good. So yeah, and that's my thing. I know that Georgia read like over 200 books this year. Um, I, read I don't two, know if Sam. I have to this date read 259, um, which is like it's honestly just a sign of mental illness. <laughs> it's the only way. Like you know how some people read um, or don't read. Sorry, some people like listen to music all the time or kind of have different things. I just read romance books. Um, it's it's just what I do. Like all the time I go to bed reading romance books. I wake up in the morning. I read a romance book. I literally at one point was reading three a day. Um, yeah. I was like, what are you averaging to hit your, that was my January 50. Yeah. Yeah. Sam and I, particularly at the beginning of the year, we were really. Yeah. Just fine. I'd say them. January to March. We kind of enabled each other. <laughs> yes. I mean, we started a second podcast. 
<laughs> just, yes. just to let's talk about it. Um, so yeah, I read a lot, honestly. Yeah. Most of the books I read, um, were romances. Every single book I read this year was by, um, a woman. Uh, yeah. By a woman. Yeah. Anyway, my favorites were the soulmate equation by Christina Lauren. Um, the Spanish love deception by Alina Armas and then love scenes by Bridget Morrissey, which I will say I sent to Sam for her birthday <laughs> and there's a character in the so book cute. who has the same name as her child now. And I'm so thankful that I didn't ruin the name for her <laughs> by sending her a book. <laughs> so I had actually already decided on the name and then like you sent me the book and I was like, oh, this is amazing. Oh, it's like, thank God. It I would have felt out. so bad. Been funny. Um, and then also just like another book I've been reading recently, I haven't gotten all the way through, but My Body by Emily Ratajkowski. Ratad, how do you say her name? Ratajkowski. Ratajkowski is actually really good. Um, and I'm super snobby about those kind of things. And I'm like, uh, these people think they're essayists, blah, blah, blah. But it's actually a really, it's really well written and it's a really interesting um look at bodies and beauty and stuff. And I'm currently writing a section of my thesis. That's all about that. So, um, I definitely recommend that book as well. Um, Sam, let's go to you. And then we'll ask Vanessa who's, (laughs) if I remember whose (laughs) new year's resolution was to read more books. (laughs) Like halfway through the year, she said she hadn't read any. (laughs) That was so funny. You go first. (laughs) Um, I broke 200, but I basically like ran out of steam. Like I started the year reading a lot of books, like three books a day, like Georgia said, and then kind of slowed down over the year. And especially kind of the last few months, I just, I ran out of things I wanted to read. I feel like towards the end of the year, I was like, I didn't find anything I really liked. Um, But I would say my favorites for the year. um, I also really liked the Spanish love deception. Um, I didn't like the big, I didn't like the first third of the book, no, but the like first third is not the good. last two thirds of the book are really good. Um, I really liked, um, bringing down the Duke, which is another book that Georgia recommended to me. And I have now recommended that to like 10 people, all of whom liked the book. Um, and the first two books of that entire series are really good. Although the third book is, <laughs> third book is not good. good. Yeah. I waited the whole year for this third book. It dropped. And then I read it and was like, this was a waste of my life. It was a total waste of time, but yeah. So not happy about that. Um, and then in terms of a more serious book, I read, um, what was the book I read that I really liked? It was called crying in H Mart. I can't remember. I wanted to buy that for my sister for Christmas. I swear it starts with a C. Hang on. I'm going to look it up because it's going to drive me nuts. Michelle Zahner. Wow. I'm really not on it. (laughs) Um, But it started as like a piece that was in the New Yorker. And it's basically about her, the passing of her mom. And then she turned it into a book. Um, But I really enjoyed that one. So those were, those are probably my favorites of the year. Vanessa. (laughs) Um, I'll just say I haven't charged my Kindle since last year. I mean, if I remember correctly, uh, you were, you wanted to read a book and you were starting with 
a brief history in time, yep. which yep. is like <laughs> zero to 16,000. I like space and I thought that that would be a bit motivate me, but <laughs> um, I think fine. I tweeted too at the beginning of the year that it was my resolution to read a book this year. Um, January went by. I didn't read anything. Then you're like a week. By. If you get on the Sam in still a week. Georgia yeah. plan, you, oh. can, you could that means you could knock out 21 books. <laughs> I just don't have like the patience to sit. That's fair. Or even like you could do like audiobooks. You could do an audiobook. I told I you to do audiobooks. I have to like, I, yeah, you did tell me, but <laughs> I just can't I can't pay attention for that long. I feel like if I'm doing an audiobook, I actually have to like think about it and like visualize mm-hmm. it. That's fair. I've never, I've never really gotten into audiobooks. (laughs) Okay. Actually, I will say, and this is another, like, it's a big jump, but I do want to read Game of Thrones. (laughs) Oh my God. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. There's five of them and they are a thousand pages long. (laughs) And there's so many characters. And also, I, know, I, just, I can't bring myself good. to. I can't bring myself to watch the series, but it does seem interesting. Yeah, they're also doing the prequel now, <laughs> so that should be fun. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, let's move on to uh, movies of the year. Um, what were people's favorite movies of the year? Vanessa, why don't you go first for this one? Um, okay, so I only watched two in the theaters, I think. The first one was Shang-Chi, and the second one was Dune. Mm-hmm. And of the two, I think I liked Dune more. Shang-Chi was good, but Dune was a bit more of like a sci-fi-ish, which I liked. Um, yeah, I'll say Dune. Did anyone else see Dune? I've been meaning to see Dune, but I haven't so actually I. watched it yet. I tried to invite yeah. my friend myself over to my friend's house who has HBO because I don't have it. Um, but then he shot me down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, do you want to hang out and watch Dune at your place? And he was like, I'm busy. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's fine. Um, Sam, what was your favorite movie of the year? Um I, the only movie I saw in theater, uh, actually, that's not true. What did I see? I saw. It doesn't have to be in theaters. Yeah. I saw the new James Bond movie in theater. And actually, I really liked that. That was probably of the Daniel Craig James Bond movies. My favorite one after Casino Royale. Uh, Do you like it better than Skyfall? I would say it's like up there with Skyfall. Probably. I cried for 20 minutes in that movie and I was not expecting it. (laughs) I actually forgot that a new James Bond movie came out this year. And I love James Bond. Like, I think James Bond is super good. I really like the Daniel Craig James Bond movies. Um, I definitely wrote an essay for, like, a media sociology class on, like, James Bond. Like, it was my final paper. I wrote (laughs) a history paper. Um, Same. And I literally have not seen the new James Bond movie yet. I just forgot. It was good. I will not spoil it, but it was shocking. I did also cry um Vanessa and like I don't have the patience to watch movies actually I like going to see movies a lot I go go and I have to see them alone because it stops I have to sit there and watch it it's like I can't like sit on and be on my phone because I'm at the movie theater and it's not allowed no that's like I'm the exact same Izzy has watched 
he's watched probably the same amount of movies as I have read romance books. Like he he's gone through all of them, and I just I can't I can't. Uh, whenever I sit down and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch a movie, I like can't do it. No, I need to watch like just a bunch of like 20 minute YouTube videos instead. <laughs> the feature length film of those. Um. So Sam, it was that your favorite? Wait. I don't know if that was my favorite. It was really good. Actually, the other movie I really liked was um, animated. It was uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines. Oh, I've heard that one was good. And it was it was actually really, really good. I highly recommend. I should watch that over Christmas. Um, it's good. Mal, what was your favorite movie? I would generally out of movies that came out in 2021. I legitimately think that Zola is the only new movie I saw. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was like good enough. Hmm. It wasn't groundbreaking or anything, but it was fun. Um, That's all you can ask for. Yeah. And, but I legitimately don't know any other movies that I really, really watched. Um. <laughs> Zola it is <laughs> yes um, Greg's in it is he really yeah he That's plays funny. um the boyfriend he does a great job he should get a supporting actor dom for he's it like always on demo he's the foot for him of Manhattan basically <clears throat> which like I love it yeah, it's great. I'm really good for him. Um, okay, I saw, I think I saw three movies in theaters. No, might have been four. Um, I saw French Dispatch, No Time to Die, Belfast, and The Green Knight. Um, my favorite, I think, was The Green Knight. When I watched, when I saw it, it was totally different than I expected because I had taken like a lit class where we like read the text that it's based on and all that kind of stuff. And then we watched it and Dev Patel is so good in it. And the whole movie, I was like, this is really weird. Like the cinematography is really weird visuals. Like it's just kind of, and it was also the first movie that I'd seen in theaters since the pandemic. And so I was sitting there just thinking, oh my God, I need subtitles because I have lost the ability to watch stuff without having subtitles. <laughs> this is so bad. Um, and yeah, and then I left the movie and I was like, I think it was really good. And then I have kept thinking about it <laughs> for like six months. So um, clearly much thought. I really liked Belfast too. Also sobbed for a while during that movie, <laughs> embarrassingly. Um, and then my other favorite um, this is like straddling movie and TV is get back the Beatles documentary. Um, I grew up in like a very heavily Beatles influenced family. My lullaby as a child was, Hey Jude. <laughs> um, and so I've always been kind of surrounded by Beatle iconography and stuff. Um, so getting to see the, that movie, even though it's an eight hour documentary, <laughs> um was really good and I recommend it for for people who are interested in kind of 
Beatles stuff or just like the six, like 1969 learning about what the world was like. Um, it's really interesting. They have like these random moments where they just mention hearing like, like, oh, did you hear Martin Luther King's speech? And they're talking about the I had a dream speech <laughs> or just like mentioned like offhandedly mentioning like random massive world moments, um, which is really interesting. Um, with that being said, let's transition into TV. I will add my second kind of TV thing, which is Mare of Easttown. It's really good. Um, it's basically the only like new thing I watched um, that and Ted Lasso. So Mare of Easttown is my TV show of the year, I think. Mal, it's your TV um, show. I actually, this is... It's like a very like weird TV show. It's called How to with John Wilson. Like a friend like showed it to me, like being like, oh, I think you might like it. And it's like so hard to explain. Um, it's kind of like this like documentary of this guy, just like he's just like filming a bunch of stuff like in New York. And kind of there's like kind of a vague like storyline about it. I don't know. It's like really difficult to explain. Um but like everyone who I've also been like, oh, you should watch this just like, and like, been like, I can't really explain it. And, but just watch like the first like episode or so they've been like, oh yeah, it's really good. Um, so that is probably my favorite show this year, but I'm sorry that I can't be like better at explaining what it is. Um, I will say that I think in the fourth episode of the first season, um, there is like the most like shocking like full frontal nudity that I've ever seen on television. In the in in this like just normal documentary show. <laughs> is it on HBO? It's on HBO. Oh, so you see everything. <laughs> oh, no. they're interviewing a dude who like is a like advocate for like he's an anti circumcision advocate. So <laughs> that just wants to give you any idea of what's happening. <laughs> In this oh no like I do want to give you a fair warning of if you watch this show it is on HBO and that isn't like also everyone that I've told to watch that show they've been like oh my god that's so, wild um yeah. I will say to add to like content warnings there's there's a full scene with come on screen and green knight just like a warning <laughs> Cause I was not expecting it and yeah, that happens. It's shocking. Um, Sam, what's your TV show of the year? I have two like vastly different ones. So obviously succession, like the new season, the succession, although I think it's probably not as good as the second season. And I think overall it's still really good, but I found it really frustrating, but I still enjoyed it. And then I have to say, uh, it's, I guess it's not technically 2021, but it was after we did the Broadseas last year. So I'm going to say Bridgerton because that's actually why I started reading all the romance novels. Oh, I'm so mad. It's not coming out. The second season isn't coming out at Christmas. I'm so well, bitter about it. And the other thing I'm mad about is I thought the, I thought the Netflix series on Anna Delvey was coming out on like New Year's day and it's not coming out till February. Garbage. Yeah. Garbage. Um, Vanessa, what's your show of the year? Um, it was like a, sh- it was a limited series, but I liked WandaVision because I like Marvel. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't like like the black and white episodes. I don't know. 
not my thing. Um, but the ending was good. And then I just started Ted Lasso. Oh, yesterday. Episode one. So we'll see how, where that goes. I've started to really like the shows that are like half an hour. <laughs> oh, I really do not nice. have the patience for any full length show. You know, like just a half an hour every night you get to watch. I can't even do full length like TV ones that like have commercials. Okay. Um, last music of the year album song, whatever. Um, I think the only album I listened to fully through was red Taylor's version <laughs> and I will not apologize for it. <laughs> Mal, what's your album of the year? You listen to the most music out of all of us. I think, um, my favorite album is uh, home video by Lucy Dacus. Dacus. I don't actually know how to pronounce her name at all, but I am going to go hopefully to her show in February with my dad. Oh, because I made my dad buy her album. So I was like, oh, this is my favorite album so far this year. And he was like, okay. It was like even like when it first like kind of came out. And so he's into it too. Aw. <laughs> Sam, what's your favorite album of the year? I don't know if I listened to a full album this year. Also, like other than Taylor Swift. I actually can't even remember what came out this year. Um... Adele's album came out. I actually still haven't listened to the full Adele album either. Neither have I. Um, Casey Musgraves. So, but I didn't really like did not, your kid I didn't like that either. It was like not nearly as good as the last one. Yeah. I pretty much still just listened to Dua Lipa all year. But that fair. was like an album from last year. Very fair. Um, Vanessa, did you have an album of the year or was yours read too? Um, yeah, Red was good. I also uh, Eat Your Veggies by Baby No Money. But Red is probably at the top. Actually, that's fitting because I forgot to say that 2021 was named by the UN. Okay, so the International Year of Peace and Trust, but also the International Year of Fruits and Vegetables. Really? <laughs> yes. And also like sustainable development and like elimination of child labor blah 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 blah. but yeah international year of fruits and vegetables so um okay that wraps up our year in review slash fave so let's get into the broad awards again six categories we'll start with pop culture moment of the year who wants to go first um i have mine it's um prince philip dying and the bbc um announcing it um the what the BBC dance radio announcing it as if it was a drop in their EDM song. That's a really good whatever one. like dance channel it was or something. Yeah, that that's a good one. Um, <laughs> Vanessa, what's your pop culture moment of the year? Uh, mine is niche. If you watch The Bachelor, you'll know what I'm talking about. But it's Brendan and Piper losing all their followers <laughs> after Paradise. <laughs> It was a great moment. <laughs> Truly bonkers. The best. Everyone was tracking their follower count. <laughs> and they're still together. So yeah. To each their own. What a time. Also, like in terms of bachelor year, like this was also the year where Chris Harrison got fired, which is so wild to me because that feels like it was forever ago. 
but it's just because we had so many bachelor seasons packed into 2021. <laughs> um, Sam? It's <laughs> like losing her mind right now. Oh, okay. I will say, <laughs> do you want to I was going to say the 10 minute all too well video. <laughs> she agrees. She agrees. she agrees. She's crying for Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> It, that was truly a moment. Um, poor Jake. We'll see if he recovers. I did see that um, on Demois, they said that for the Dear John version, John Mayer is going to like be on it, apparently, which I was like, oh, that's honestly, confusing. That's like the only way he's going to like maintain relevancy. So, yeah. But to each their own. Um, okay. I have, I have two. One is like, whatever the kind of tacky one which is Ben Affleck and JLo getting back together and him proceeding to throw out the cardboard cutout of um Anadarmus in the dumpster which is like so fucking funny and also they had to like cancel their movie getting released because they apparently hate each other so now it's getting like no if it would be I think it would have been 2020 then probably when they were dating and with the cardboard cutout yeah, no, and the uh, Anna de, Mar- de Armas update account was t- trying to make them wear masks, and then she blocked them on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, so that's like whatever. But my actual one is when uh, the paparazzi took photos of Rita Ora, Taika Waititi, and Tessa Thompson having like a menage a trois in public, which was. One of the funniest things ever. And of course, led to some very rational commentary online. Um, was just a truly wild moment, which I thought was very funny. Um, so that's my pop culture moment of the year. Uh, let's do sports moment of the year now. Uh, obviously, a lot happened in the year with sports. Um, who wants to go first? Mal. Okay. Let I me have... guess. <laughs> is it F1? No, it is not. <gasps> it is the kid getting stuck in the Wade Boggs statue during the <laughs> World Series. Actually, it wasn't the actual World Series. It was the um, American League. Um, Championship Series? Yeah. I so... forgot that even happened. Um, I did not, I did not forget the child got stuck in the weight box extension. I think about it all the time. Also out of ways you could injure yourself at Tropicana field. They literally have like rays that you can like go pet. Like it would have been even better if he would have fallen into the rays tank, but he didn't, he got stuck in the weight box statue, which also there had like another game after like the next game in the series and then it was blocked off the next day it's very great <laughs> anyway if you haven't seen that picture i think about it all the time yeah it's pretty good i don't i'm obsessed with it <laughs> <laughs> um vanessa what's your sports moment of the year uh i'm going with the all teenager u.s open final with Red Canu and Layla Fernandez. Yeah, that was fun. Really fun. 
Milo Fernandez, what a year. <laughs> same as same with obviously Radicanu. Yeah. Um that's a good one. Um mine is I think it's the Canadian uh I'm like stuck between two. The Canadian women's national team winning the gold medal mm, at Tokyo yeah. was a pretty great moment. Um, we all watched it, obviously. Like, I want to say it was at like 9 a.m. or something. It was like really, I just remember it was yeah. early in the morning because I like hadn't had coffee yet and was kind of like, um, it was intense. It went, obviously went to penalties and Julia Grosso, Vancouver's own, um, won it. That was really exciting. And then also, no, actually, that's my Canadian women's national team. She just signed with Juventus. Juventus? Juventus. Yeah, Juventus. Mm-hmm. And her boyfriend plays for the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they went to the University of Texas together. Um, Sam, what's your sports moment of the year? That was also my sports moment of the year was... Christine Sinclair finally getting her gold. Yeah. Especially after like the heartbreak of, yeah, prior Olympics. It was pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, I will say actually the other one, it was the NWSL women, um, like halting their games or whatever, coming to a halt to protest against the, uh, abuse that they faced that was also a big moment but I don't know I also am just over women having to do that to get attention on their issues in sports but yeah um okay Canucks moment of the year Sam (laughs) uh my Canucks moment of the year is Francesco Aquilini's tweet complaining about the media like single-handedly the funniest and most entertaining moment of the entire year and that's also like sandwiched between his tweets where he's like love it so yeah. much fun and then it's yeah. like an entire paragraph about how the media sucks that's like pointedly referencing like an ian mcintyre piece so you know it's so funny him. so bad um vanessa your connects moment of the year. Um, I don't mean to sound rude, but Jim Benning losing his job. <laughs> I mean, fair. <laughs> oh. um, mine is pretty close to that. Mine's the jersey on the ice. I just think like, it not only wow, kicked off. These are so negative. <laughs> I don't know. Like it was. It's okay. Cause mine was. Okay, what's yours? Mine is actually it's almost pro betting because mine is getting Connor Garland and getting rid of Louis Erickson and Jay Beagle. OEL was also there, but and I don't Antoine really herself. care about that being involved. <laughs> yeah, it was that was pretty funny. We traded our entire fourth line. <laughs> um, okay, well that was easy. Uh, my like runner up for that was the Jim Edding interview where he said that he ran out of time to sign Tyler Toffoli. <laughs> also like all the goals Tyler Toffoli scored on us. 
in the North Division, uh, which was also great. Uh, okay, hockey Twitter moment of the year. This is I have, I have the mine. Mr. Booth. I have mine. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready now. Um, Vanessa getting banned permanently for <laughs> cyberbullying Quinn Hughes. That's what I was going to say, but I was going to say for cyberbullying me. <laughs> Um, the, yeah, in case you missed it, RIP to Vanessa's Twitter account. Uh, <laughs> like, seriously, it is quite sad. Um, yeah, it is. RIP. Uh, she is permanently banned, and the final strike was <laughs> that video of Quinn Hughes singing the Backstreet Boys. Which I'm pretty sure I have also tweeted, so I should go back and <laughs> delete that shit. Okay, I mean, to be fair, I've had multiple... Yeah, yeah, like it was like a so, last strike of like copyright yeah. violation situation. I knew but. it would happen eventually, but Aww. like since I stopped making content, I didn't think it would. Like I think the time would pass, but oh yeah, years of work down the drain. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, is that your actual moment of the year, Mel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Mine is when Cody Sievertson changed his username multiple times after um, the podcast that will not be named retweeted one of his videos, uh, which included a bunch of day port noise slander <laughs> and just general mocking barstool. Uh, and it kicked off like a whole thing, which was glorious. I can't even remember when that happened. Sometime last season. Um, but it was easily the best, um, the hockey Twitter moment of the year for me. Um, and everyone should do that. Except I think now they only just like source their videos from Sportsnet, <laughs> like TSN. So it's not very fun. What can you do? Uh, Sam, your hockey Twitter moment of the year. I hockey Twitter <gasps> moment of the year. <laughs> I'm with Georgia. I thought I thought the number of different captions Cody managed to go through uh before Barstool realized what he was doing was hilarious. It was like at least 10. I wanted And say. then like the fact that he managed to capture them all and then post them in a thread was amazing. Yeah. It was glorious. This is an all-timer. MVP. Um, okay. Misogynist of the year. I will say we need to write a wrong from last year, which I will acknowledge is on me. <laughs> after we had people scream at us, I think we've told this story before. After we had people scream at us for like two months straight after the Elias Pedersen spin chicklets thing, um, we originally named our misogynist of the year last year, Jake Vertanen, for reasons not pertaining to what happened in what came out in May of this year. But I was like, I don't want people to keep yelling at us. So I'm going to cut that. And in hindsight, I shouldn't have. <laughs> so reinstating Jake for 10 is misogynist of the year <laughs> and wronging that, writing that wrong. Um, I don't know if anyone else has other people they want to throw in the mix. I'm going with the European Handball Association. Who find do you do, wait, Georgina? Uh, I think so. Is this the shorts thing? Yeah, they find Norway's beach volleyball or women's beach 
volleyball team because they wore shorts instead of their bikini bottoms. It's a good one. Um, my misogynist of the year award goes to Stan Bowman for showing up at the draft with eight women as like some kind of weird deflection from the sex assault cover-up allegations. That's my misogynist of the year moment. These are all really good. I was just going to say Joe Biden because he's going to make me pay my student loans back in January. That's fair. Um, And also the rest of his general activities, which are ruining my livelihood, which to me counts as misogyny. (laughs) To be fair, I think, okay, I also, whenever I like criticize, like the, especially the American, like I'm sure that all these people like honestly know this at this point. When I'm saying Joe Biden is a sack of shit and is bad at it, his job, I'm saying he is far too conservative. I am not in a like, just so we know here, like I'm mad at Joe Biden for. Mal's actually a forever Trumper. Um, I don't know if you guys like, I just want to like, I don't want you to ever accidentally think that the reason I'm insulting him is any reason farther to the right. Like. Fair. Fair, fair. Um, we should probably also add. uh Oh my God, what's his name? Jesus Christ. Who's the GM of, who was the GM of Montreal? Bergevin? Bergevin. Mark Bergevin. Um, Just for like his general shenanigans this year. And like always. Um, Okay. Our our last award is the broad of the year, which is a general neutral category that just recognizes who we think is our MVP of the year. Um, just, you know, for some nice stuff, think of it as like our year long three stars, like who we'd position as well, my like star of the year, broad of the year, Matt, um, you go is baby Sloan. Um, she's ushered in a new era of Canucks winning. Um, she brought this into the world. Um, it's all been her. She's been around for like a week and a half, but she's really made an impact. True. We could, can you imagine like if we actually end up with Jen Botterill and or Angela Ruggiero? That would be amazing. That's Sloan. It's her impact. <laughs> and anything that's bad that happens is not her fault because she is a week old baby. Only <laughs> <laughs> taking credit. That's it. Um okay, Sam, who's your broad of the year? Um my broad of the year it's so hard there's so many good candidates um I'm actually going to go with one of our listeners and I'm gonna say DF Pendris who literally reviews and retweets every single one of our episodes every week and I appreciate that so much and uh yeah and also has done like countless work has done so much work on the phf stuff the phf women's hockey in general yeah and just holding Um, people to account yeah particularly regarding um trans inclusion in sports 
and teaching us all some really important stuff, which, Mm -hmm. you know, unpaid labor and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa, who's your broad of the year? I'm going with at Quinn's Edgework. Cause I think this was her first like full year on Canucks Twitter. And I think uh, she's just done a really good job making content and making people laugh. Um, and she's a really nice person. So yeah, Marissa. we got to hang out with her at the game. We thought she was lost. Mm-hmm. It was very concerning <laughs> to us. Clarissa, if you're listening to this, we were panicking. We thought that you were lost for the first little bit. She like, wasn't there. Like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't answer her phone. Yeah. But we found her eventually. Um, yeah, Clarissa is a good one. Uh, my broad of the year is Katie Strang. <laughs> a pretty like straightforward one um just does like incredible work is incredibly gracious um it's just like a lovely human being so katie strain my broad of the year uh okay that wraps up our broadsy awards um i think we're gonna post something so send us who you think are your broadsies of the year um we had fun with it last year and people had some really good examples and candidates. Um, and yeah, to each their own, there is no actual broadly award winner. It's just a grouping of people. Uh, we'll finish out with our resolutions. <laughs> Vanessa, will you read a book this year? <laughs> we'll see. I need to find my Kindle charger. You don't have to read it, but We'll see. So funny. <laughs> what are your resolutions? What what are people's resolutions? We will listen to this back next year. I actually have a good one. I mean, it's not like a really like resolution per se. It's more of like a like mindset or whatever that I um, am trying to like work towards in general, which is the concept of you don't always have to be multitasking. <laughs> And trying to be like, be like more present, but also like in the way that a very big, like, I guess this is like an ADHD problem kind of in general, like a lot enough time to be like, oh, I can get both of these things done if I do them simultaneously. And it's like, maybe you could a lot of time for you to do both those things independently. And also like, you know, just like not being like on my phone when I'm eating and stuff and stuff like that. And just being like trying to. I don't want to say like live my life more like purposefully because like I don't know what the purpose is and like what I would want that purpose to be (laughs) but just maybe like overall time management presentness in general so I'm trying to multitask less actually no that's really good I'm also the same way the biggest one is um but like it's multitasking not in a way that's like deliberately trying to distract if that makes sense like I if I'm like doing something I I have to be like listening to a podcast or having Mm -hmm. like a video playing whereas like if you're just multitasking to multitask it's fine but it's that specific type of multitasking that I'm just like I almost want to just like get rid of my iPhone almost (laughs) because that's really a big problem in terms of like all the things that I can do at once, um, that I'm really bad at. So I definitely feel you on that one. Um, 
just trying to be more present just hard yeah, and just like trying to like also like just every not even like permanently like strike things out or whatever but just like yeah. every once in a while just be like okay you know what yeah. you can just like actually just just chill yeah chill yeah yeah I think especially this year because of like being at home all the time mm-hmm. and like um those habits got like really bad or whatever so I definitely feel it on that um a big one for me is trying to read more books that aren't romances <laughs> so I bought a couple of books today yeah that are more like just normal straight fiction books. Um, I actually bought the book that's, it's by a Canadian author, but they're making it into the H- new HBO show called Station Eleven, I think. It's apparently really good. So that's one of them. Um, and my, I don't know, I feel really good. Two is my lucky number. So I'm hoping 2022 is a good thing. Um, and my goal for this year is to actually write one of the romance novels that I have plotted out. Um I have literally 12 of them planned. So to actually write it, I bought a bunch of like writing books and stuff. So that's the the goal for this year. Fingers crossed. And maybe also start running again. Probably not though. I'll read whatever you write. (laughs) Yeah, I'll read it. it Yeah, you can be my, um, what's it called? My beta Beta. reader. Yeah. I volunteer. You volunteer as tribute to read my terrible prose. Good plan. No, I think it's going to be good. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Very excited. I mean, I've read enough of them. I can probably regurgitate at least something that could be posted on fucking Kindle Unlimited. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I've read some really fucking bad books this year. I feel like yours will be good. It'll be at least decent. Yeah. Uh, what other resolutions do people have? Um... My resolution is to pick fewer Twitter fights. Oh yeah, how much money do you owe? I have not counted because I'm scared. Um, I will say I think that I'm going to take like a more narrow view of what, like I'm not just counting like every person I quote tweeted. Like it's Mm got to be like genuinely bigoted shit. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be a lot. I need to do that in the next week. I totally forgot. I meant to do it during the year and then didn't because I'm a procrastinator. That's the other thing I'm going to try to stop doing, but I've been trying to not do that for like my entire life. And I don't think that's, I just don't think that's going to work at this point. Very fair. Um, but yeah, number one, pick fewer Twitter fights. Um, Mm. (laughs) Jeff just said good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and number two is stop taking 48 hours to edit broadcast episodes when it's my <laughs> turn and then just not posting them all together. That's, that's my other resolution. All the lost episodes are my fault. <laughs> it only happened twice, Sam. <laughs> and, and I was like in labor the second time. So yes, to be fair, easily one of the funniest moments in broadcast history was me text. That's actually- I literally, you didn't even see the part where I texted Mal and was like, did Sam post the episode? And she was like, she better be in labor. And then we texted you and you're like, I'm in labor. <laughs> actually, that's, that's my Twitter moment of the year is so it's funny. not really, it's our, it's our group chat moment of the year, but good luck with all that. <laughs> what else? I, I mean, I understand that it seems in hindsight, very callous. 
No, I enjoyed no, it, it immensely. Even that. It, was, it was so perfect. Was I supposed to say it was perfect. I, I actually started laughing. It was so good. No, it was just because we can it. also. I can hear you saying it. It's yeah. the okay. Yeah. Well, good luck with all that. Yeah. LMFAO. <laughs> I read the entire thing in your voice, and it was glorious. I enjoyed it. Oh, it's so good. Um. Yeah, these are all good. Vanessa, what is your actual resolution? Um, probably to care less about Twitter. Because I think, I don't know, past years I've put, I just spent too much time on there and like caring about what I was posting and like mm-hmm. making content and stuff like that. That's fair. Um, yeah. It's like, don't take up so much of my life, you know? Good plan. It helps. It kind of does help that it you're starting fresh now in a way. Yeah, that's why. Like, I'm on one hand, I'm like kind of sad that all the time that I built, yeah, uh, that I put building that was is gone. But um, yeah, I'm okay with. I will say that I did say this in our group chat earlier that <laughs> um, um, I conspired with um, uh twitter to get her account deleted so i was no longer the broad with the least amount of followers because i am by like multiple thousand like (laughs) it's not even close it's you know what it is it is both anti-american bias and it's homophobia and also you guessed it it is homophobia (laughs) oh my god um did you see the chat earlier where I called you racist? So, I mean. <laughs> yes, I did see the chat earlier. <laughs> did you not see me do this to you? <laughs> I did not. I, did, I, I definitely that. did. <laughs> um, okay, this has been our Broadsy Awards for the year of our Lord 2021. Um, thanks for hanging out with us for another year. Um, I think we're coming back sometime in the new year. We might do something if Canada plays the U.S. in the World Juniors. Um, I think that has to be either a semifinal or a final. So we'll see how our schedules look, timing. And we might do a live watch or we might just kind of do post game or something um, on the Patreon. Who knows? But, you know, we love to have Mal yell at us about it her good American voice (laughs) and we love to be sad when people get too uptight about hockey in Canada and things go wrong. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that. And oh my God, she's so little. (laughs) Sam just keeps showing off her child and it's just like, oh my God, (laughs) she's so tiny. I can't handle it. She's sleepy. Did I tell you that my other friend finally had her baby 11 days overdue? That's horrific. Yeah. I was like, like, I was four days early. Oh, you're so lucky. Yeah. Just like horrifying. Um, Anything else you want to say? No. Thanks for sticking around. Um, Yeah. Enjoy Christmas or whatever you celebrate. And we will see you in... 2022. Bye. 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 <laughs>